Listen to The Morning Cry weekdays in December on your favorite podcast app. Just search for The Morning Cry on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you like to listen. Shall we pray together? Heavenly Father, King of Glory, we thank you for the grace and the privilege you've given unto us to come look at your word again. We ask that as we behold the pages of the scriptures, you open our hearts and you shine your light upon the tables of our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you will turn with me to the book of Matthew chapter 5, verse 48, here the scripture says, Be ye therefore perfect even as your father which is in heaven is perfect if you can recall in the last episode we mentioned that god has signed a covenant with all those who have come into the saving knowledge of the lord we call this covenant a covenant of perfection and just like abraham god is calling upon every one of us to walk before him and be perfect now as a seal of the covenant god has given us the holy spirit the teacher of all things to teach us even as we come into this covenant today we want to dive a little deeper into the matter of this perfection this sanctification and holiness without which no man shall see the lord what is it how do we come about it and how can we get it now to start with i would date very clearly that this matter of perfection is not the perfection of god the perfection of god is rather absolute in all areas It is not the perfection of angels. The angels have never left their first estate. Their faculties and understanding have never been impaired and perverted. It is not Adamic perfection as we see in our first period. It is not the perfect knowledge of everything because we are not omniscient. Only God is omniscient. There are not any of us that is free from ignorance. We can't know all things. It is not also freedom from error because we are not infallible. We can make mistakes. It's only God that cannot make mistakes. It is not freedom from temptation because we must be tempted. We must go through temptation as our Lord Jesus Christ went through temptation in the flesh. It is not freedom from infirmities, sickness, bodily sickness, mental eccentricities, such as weakness of the body, tiredness, dullness of understanding, or incoherence of thoughts. So if it's not all these things that I have mentioned, what then is it? Now to understand this, we need to start with the Old Testament to see what exactly was the requirement of God because God never changes. God told Moses to tell the children of Israel to be holy. If you turn your Bible to the book of Leviticus chapter 19 verse 1 to 2, the Bible says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the congregation of the children of Israel, and say unto them, Ye shall be holy, for I the Lord your God am holy. The premise here is that God will have us to be like him in holiness. And this is where perfection comes in. That is, attaining to the holiness of God. The word perfect means being complete in godly character. Every one of us should seek to be like God in all godly character. This perfection is moral perfection. It is acting as God will act, loving what he loves and eating what he eats and being pleasing unto God. But quickly, somebody may ask the question, how will I know what God loves? Act the way he would act and live the way he would live. I have the pleasure to answer that question by saying, look at Christ, period. 
If you want to know what is pleasing unto God, look at Christ. For with him was God well pleased. So let us examine Christ more closely because he is the perfect example of holiness. The Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 29 to 30, that no flesh should glory in his presence, but of him ye are in Christ, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. What this passage is saying is that Christ is made all to us. Another translation, the Message Bible, puts it thus. Everything that we have, right thinking and right living, a clean slate, a fresh start, comes from God by the way of Jesus Christ. So, it is therefore only through Christ and in Christ alone we have everything we possess, including perfection. And this does not exclude any other thing. So if you will allow me to make some very foundational assertions today, you cannot achieve this perfection by your good works. You can never, of your own effort, be perfect. And that does not mean that it's not possible. Neither can you attain righteousness by some do's and don'ts, regulations stipulated by your denomination. While many have attempted this, though ignorantly, it only led to the satisfying of the flesh. As Paul described in Colossians chapter 2, verse 20 to 23. He says, Wherefore, if ye be dead with Christ from the rudiments of the world, why, as though living in the world, are ye subject to ordinances, touch not, taste not, and do not, which are all to perish with the using, after the commandment and doctrines of men, which things have indeed a show of wisdom in we worship, and humility, and neglecting of the body, not in the honor to the satisfying of the flesh. So all the do's and don'ts, they are just to make us feel good. That yes, we are good. And they don't point us to the righteousness that is in Christ. So this perfection we talk about, though it may still require the observance of do's and don'ts, it is important to note that the morality does not consist itself in the observance. Rather, the observance springs from the life of Christ within a man. And this brings about an obedience that is very different from that which simply comes by just keeping to an ethical code of conduct. In a perfect man, all duties spring from a genuine love for God, and it comes from inside, outside. And the aim of it is following after God and wanting to become more like God. The Bible puts it thus in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1, saying, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. So, in a perfect act, you see a test to follow after God. It is not for any pecuniary gains. From the text that we read in Matthew chapter 5 verse 48, the reference point for our perfection is God. The scripture says, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. God alone is the gold standard of moral character in the kingdom of God. And if you want to know how God will act, look at Jesus. Jesus is the only begotten of the Father, carrying the full nature of the Father. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3 that Christ is the express image of the Father. Therefore, the question that anyone that wants to be perfect will ask is, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? When in the book of Hebrews, the scripture made us to know in chapter 11, talking about all the heroes of faith, Abraham, Noah, and many, many, many more of them. But when it came to chapter 12, the Bible had to say in verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, we look at no other person except for Jesus. 
Therefore, our ultimate duty is to be assimilated into Christ. That is perfection. And it, it is our grandest duty as believers. It is the most practical as we see the only begotten of the Father, Jesus Christ, as declared God to us. So if you want to be perfect, just look at Jesus. So anyone who aspires to be perfect will do some things. Number one, we keep his commandments. Apostle John in 1 John chapter 2, verse 4 to 6 says, He that seeth, I know him, and keepeth not his commandment, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoso keepeth his word in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. So if you want to know you are in the Lord, keep his commandments. But that's not all. In verse 6 of 1 John chapter 2, the scriptures still say, He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also to walk even as he walked. We must walk in the precept of Christ. So in this passage, 1 John chapter 2 verse 4 to 6, you will notice some words. 1. Know him. 2. In him. And 3. Abideth, which is the present continuous form. Abides. If you know him, you will keep his commandments. If you abide in him and his word will abide in you, you will walk as he walks. You follow in his footsteps. You seek after God. And these three we must fulfill. For you cannot abide if you are not in him. And you cannot be in him if you have not known him. So when we talk about perfection, it is not keeping a set of rules. It's knowing the Lord. Knowing him. Learning of him. And abiding in him. Jesus Christ talking about God said in John chapter 7 verse 29. But I know him for I am from him. And he had sent me. Paul the Apostle made the matter of knowing him the ultimate pursuit of his life. He said in Philippians chapter 3 verse 10, That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. So we must know the Lord. The knowing him is not just it. We must learn of him. The Bible says in the book of John chapter 15 verse 3, Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. In John chapter 17 verse 17, Jesus said, Sanctify them through thy truth thy word is truth we must know him we must learn of him as he said come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden i will give you rest it's then said take my yoke upon thee and learn of me jesus said in the book of john chapter 15 verse 5 i am the vine ye are the branches he that abideth in me and i in him the same bringeth forth much fruit for without me ye can do nothing so you see, the first, knowing him, then coming into him, learning of him, and then abiding in him, making sure that you don't step out. So you can see how knowing Christ, keeping his commandments, and walking in his ways, keeping his precepts day after day, is being perfect. The Holy Spirit, the seal of God's covenant, which he has given unto us, will further guide us in all truths. And bring to remembrance all the word that we are learning as we are in Christ. And it will help us grow in perfection. So you realize that it is in Christ with the help of the Holy Spirit. It is not rules. It is not regulations. It is not an ethics code of conduct. It is by someone deciding to following the word of the Lord. Coming and yearning after God day after day. And learning of the Lord. And walking in his footstep and asking the question, what would Jesus do? As we come to 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 5, the Bible says, The goal of the commandment is love out of a pure heart, from a good conscience and a sincere faith. 
When you begin your journey in perfection, your heart is circumcised to love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, that good conscience, that you may live. The question for you listening to me today is, have you come to the knowledge of the Lord yet? Are you in Christ? Are you constantly learning of Christ? Are you obeying His commandments? Are you abiding in Him? Have you begun your journey in perfection? Are you seeking the Holy Spirit constantly to strengthen you in your journey? Remember, without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. This itself, abiding in Christ and bringing forth fruit in Christ, is perfection. And then you grow in it with the help of the Holy Spirit. But first, you must know Him. You must learn of Him. And you must abide in Him. I want you to think about this and examine yourself in the light of this word. Ask yourself, have you come to know the Lord of a truth? Are you seeking the Lord of a truth? Are you abiding in His word? Or are you trusting in yourself, in your self-righteousness, in your self-holiness, in how much you are able to adhere to the rules of your denomination? And then you feel good from that. God is calling you to really introspect and look at yourself and examine yourself. I ask you to do that and the Lord God Almighty will help you today. In Jesus' name.